Hey guys, welcome to the Is This Cinema podcast with me Priscilla and me Jess. And today we'll be reviewing the odd anti-historical film that is Napoleon with Joaquin Phoenix and Ridley Scott. First we'll do Admin. So there's plenty of Invincible um, episode um, reviews. If you haven't watched Invincible, the new season, well, not the new season, well, the first half of the second season, please, 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 if you haven't watched it, watch it, watch it, watch it, watch it, watch it. And then have a look um, and listen to the podcast um, and their discussions on it. Very interesting conversations, very funny. Um, I love the insulting of that nasty man, Omni-Man. Um, we've got plenty of, Jess and I have done so many episodes now. We've done, uh, like, I've done the Taylor Swift movie. Um, we've done... The Marvels. Oh, so with the Marvels, with the Hunger Games. Mm-hmm. If you haven't watched the Hunger Games, watch the Hunger Games. Yeah. That's, that's sure. Um, if you've, like, binge-watched Love Island and you were, like, wanted to listen to a Casamore recap, that's on there too. Like, we've actually got everything there. Um, so just scroll down the feed and have a listen, have a watch. Actually, if you've even watched Yellow Jackets recently, because I know a lot of people have been recently binging that, have a listen. Very interesting conversations, not involving me and Jess. Um, mm. me, I mean, succession conversations have been had. I've appeared on that. If you wanted to know. Um, but yeah, so many things. So definitely have a scroll on the feed. There is probably something that you may like. If there's something that you may not be into, but you know someone else will be into, send it to them. You know, it's a fair one. We don't mind. We're not discriminatory here. Let's get into Napoleon, right? I'm going to preface and say that I'm a just nurse. I'm a history buff. I love history. Um, Napoleon is um, one of the most, uh, let's say, um, famous historical figures of our time. The Napoleon complex cousin from Napoleon himself because he was a short or he's vertically challenged (laughs) um his law about about his his life um and what he did and the things he did and everything has been to say the least been discussed I think to no end I think we've all heard I mean Jeff I don't know we've all heard a story about Napoleon and what he's done and I feel like everyone knows. I think if you haven't heard of Napoleon and all of his exploits, I don't know where you've been. Um, because he's he is in he, he's probably one of the him and Henry VIII are the two people I'd say are the tip of our tongue when it comes to public conversations about history. People know those two people. So we'll preface him for saying that. Um Jess, what did you think of the film? Because I've got so many thoughts of this film. <laughs> But I'm going to let you go first because I'm going to go on a little soliloquy if you let me go. I don't know. I feel like there were some good parts to it. And there were also like mm-hmm. some parts that I really questioned a lot because I feel like it's definitely a film that could have been broken down into different parts. Like he's mm-hmm. like obviously like the walls, the love story element to it. Yeah. They could have just like done those separately and it could have been. Even like if they decided to go to a series of that, I think it would have been better than just like putting everything in together. Yeah. I just felt like something wasn't, I don't know what it is. Something wasn't, I don't know if clicking is the word, something just wasn't right. 
<laughs> I don't know what it is. But there were some good elements. I did find it quite funny at times. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was intentional or unintentional, but uh, <laughs> there were some funny parts, but yeah. I've, you I'm, said you I've got, got your hee-hee-ha-has. <laughs> I got a lot from it, but it was interesting. I... How do I word this? I have so many thoughts and views on this film. <laughs> Personally, I thought historically it was a load of shite. I just, I, I don't know where, I don't know where I was coming, where I was going. Um, <laughs> I they flitted between too many time periods for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I. It was as if Ridley Scott wanted all the big talking points in there. Yeah. French Revolution, tick. Napoleon um, um, meeting Josephine, tick. Um, Battle of the Pyramids, tick. Waterloo, tick. Like, you know, like, he... Like, he... Oh, dear me. He... Don't know what Ridley... The thing I do Napoleon... <laughs> is Mm -hmm. there is a way you can do a Napoleon movie but you've got to pick what you want to do of Napoleon and how well you want it. You you can't... When it comes... This is my thing. When it comes to doing movies on historical figures or shows based on people who've actually existed, you've got to do it to the letter. I'm sorry. This is not something you can... No. You've got to follow what they did. Do you know what I mean? If I watch a JFK documentary and they didn't follow exactly how it yeah. panned out, like the best way to explain it is we had Oppenheimer in the same year as this. Mm-hmm. That was historically accurate. He obviously, Nolan didn't obviously play some, a little bit of, you know, some entertainment stuff, but 99% of that film was completely historically accurate. You can go back to source and say, this is what happened. Mm-hmm. Scott just wanted to make a good film <laughs> and that's it did you hear Napoleon's accent but then I actually wanted to go back to that because you see how obviously like the whole film is in English and a lot of the actors are British so obviously like basically British people <laughs> and they're meant to be French do you think that obviously because Napoleon is French do you think that it would have been better if this film were just fully in French or at least them have a French accent? Or do you think it was better just to have it in English? That's a good question, actually. Um, I would want the French to do it because there's such a nuance to the French Revolution. So it's like French accent speaking English or them like actually just like speaking French? No, just speaking in French. I don't mind reading <laughs> subtitles. Yeah, that's true. I feel like there's a nuance to how Napoleon came into power. Like... Napoleon, like for me, I think when you're doing something like Napoleon, you've got to pick what you want to do with it. Mm-hmm. Do you want to do his battles? Do you want to do his life? Do you want to do his rise to power? Do you want to do his fall? What do you want to do? Pick the thing you want to do because his life is too expensive yeah. for you to do an entire two hour film in his whole life because you're going to miss something. I would have picked something in that and yeah. make that my film. Like, you see how Oppenheimer's sole thing was the creation of the atomic bomb. They showed his life before it. 
They showed his life after it, but the main thing was to show how creating the atomic bomb created the world we're in now. Mm-hmm. And you came out knowing that. I don't know what Ridley Scott wanted me to come out with that film with. It felt like the film felt like the song Abba's Waterloo. <laughs> That's what I got. No, I'm not joking. <laughs> Why like, do you say that? It, it, like, it just, I don't know. Like, that, oh, you know what? It's, the thing is, I want Ridley Scott to stick with what he knows. Do Gladiator and stuff, stuff like that. Law. Like, actual law. Mm-hmm. Fine, I don't mind. But, like, touching historical figures for me, it's not, not my, I really hate it when a film's done on a historical figure, ones I like and ones I don't like, and it's not done to just, like, it's not done properly. Mm-hmm. Like, Napoleon is one of the most narcissistic lunatics to ever exist, but he was an incredible battle commander. Mm-hmm. That he was. He was amazing in battles. He was, his mind in terms of how he foresaw battles, how he foresaw war, and and I'm not, I don't agree with the reason, any of these, ba- the reason why he went into battle, just to preface it's me, I'm not on the Kaiser, I don't the colonizer, but he was good at it. He was mm-hmm. really good at it. Like, that's how he obviously came into power. Like, I just, I, just, I don't know what they want. I don't know. I, I just came out and I was so irritated because for me, like, it was a waste. Joaquin Phoenix and Vanessa Kirby were amazing. Yeah. But what they were given, they were phenomenal. But for me, like, if I've got Joaquin Phoenix and Vanessa Kirby in a film, like, their best scene, the best scenes in the film were when they were with each other. Yeah. 100%. And they just could have done like a romance like, and they could have left it at that. <laughs> that's my thing. Oh, you know when Henry, when a move on Henry VIII is done, they don't do his whole life, do they? They pick a, they pick a bit of his life. Yeah. You would even, most Henry VIII projects are based on the idea of when the idea is when he, what actually happened, when he wanted to divorce the Catherine of Aragon. Divorce the Catherine of Aragon well, he attempts to divorce Catherine Aragon, the Catholic Church, allow it, then he creates the Church of England, the Anglican Church, as we now know it, in case you didn't know. Don't know mm-hmm. why you don't know. In case you're not from England, now you know. Um, and then he gets to marry Anne Boleyn. That's one five-year period of his life, of the how many years he was alive. Or the day they do films when he's near his end, or they do films when he rose to power. Like, do you know what I mean? You pick yeah. a bit of his life, because... When you're dealing with someone that expansive, you can't do, you, you genuinely you can't do a film of their whole, you can't. You're going to miss out on something. So I, I think my main criticism of this film is that he tried to do too much of everything and not solo folk. I'd rather you focused on one thing and you do that one thing excellently. Yeah. It was on the romance between Josephine and Napoleon. And then everything else sort of came in between. Do you know what I mean? And we saw the different things that happened, but the main storyline is these two falling in love. Fair. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's been plenty. Yeah, because there's been plenty of films. There's been plenty of films done on like Queen Victoria and, and Prince Albert and how they fell in love and how they came together. And then we watched other things in Brit in British history, like the the uh, British Empire and stuff. We saw it happen. But the main storyline was their love story, if you agree with the, the, that being the, the sole point of the film or not. But at least there's a clear, concise storyline there. I think he should have stuck with the storyline of these two falling in love and being lovers and obviously Napoleon's mother, you know, discrediting Josephine and obviously knowing that she she cannot have children. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Well, that sort of thing. 
that's a good film. That's a very good film because that's a bit of Napoleon that we know and really discusses a lot yeah. about. And it'd be intriguing to watch. Because I, obviously, me and you, Jess, we probably know about him and his, his excursions with his wife. But a lot of people don't know about it. And that's what makes, and it makes him a more well-rounded figure for you to research. But I just think there's some things you can't get away with. And you, the only way you can get away with it is if you really parody it. Like, you know what Tarantino did? Yeah. With um, Inglorious Bastards and um, Django Unchained, where he really took the piss with it. But you knew he was doing a parody of it. Mm-hmm. It was his stream reality of what would have happened at the end of World War II and what would have happened in slavery. Yeah, I feel like if it was like, I don't want to say like a parody film because <laughs> that's not really, it could have been really, it, it could have been done well because, um, as you said, there were a lot of battles that they didn't show. There's like you're showing like four or five battles, and but then where's the rest of them? <laughs> you can't just jump over the other ones and focus on certain ones. And I feel like another thing that also I was confused about was the fact that he was obviously crying about obviously having a hair and everything. And you get the hair and then the hair's nowhere to be seen for the rest of the film <laughs> after that. <laughs> I just I don't I don't understand what he was trying to Yeah, you're right. Because like there were so many plot holes in there. Mm-hmm. And there was so and it, it's such a bizarre feel because movedly Scott, like what's bizarre about I liked The Last Jewel with Ben Affleck and Matt Damon. That was a good film. <laughs> film. Like I'll give him that. I, I did The Last Jewel. I think that was him. Unless I'm going crazy. <laughs> It was him. I'm going to double check. I thought it was him. It's him. I, I knew. I thought so. Um, and I love Glad- a Gladiator. Oh, like, Joaquin Phoenix as Commodus is one of the best performances we've ever seen. Like, you're never going to get a performance truly better than that, I think, really. In the grand scheme of things, you're not going to get a performance mm-hmm. better. I think that's the best villainous performance I've ever seen. No one's topped it ever since. Um, but so I like when he does stuff like that, and it and he 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 can do stuff well. It's just that for me, I think you're completely right. I think the plot hole, but the hair thing was stupid, and I think the focus on the four battles, yet trying to do a love story, yet trying to do this. I think he was trying to do too much. Yeah, I think he had like I think he had an envision to do the entirety of Napoleon's life, but that's impossible. But like, why couldn't you just like break it down life? into two, three films? You know, Napoleon uh, 1, <laughs> Napoleon 2, Napoleon 3. Uh, we're not, I, mean, not really, I don't think you need to do a franchise <laughs> on Napoleon. I think we've got enough content on Napoleon as it is. Mm-hmm. But I think, like, seeing a Ridley Scott film on Napoleon, the commander, and what he was like as a... You know, I mean, that would have been interesting. Yeah. A film on, like, the love story, as we discussed, the film on, like, there's so many... His, his rise to power, there's so many things that you could you could do with this that they didn't do with this and i just think this is a case of a director trying to do too much yeah and writers trying to do too much and then then like succeeding or nothing i think it's definitely you know like I mean? the case of that i think they didn't realize how i mean they should have realized how big of a project this would have been but they definitely underestimated it maybe they thought they were going to have like Three and a half hours like Oppenheimer and 
all those you know other what? films. I, don't, I would say that if it was, if, I, if, I would give that excuse, but it's Ridley Scott. You True. know, you know, I just think he thought that he'd get away with it. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, you're two historical, two of the most biggest historical movies. Well, the main his- blockbuster film to summer alongside Barbie was Oppenheimer. Mm-hmm. And that was probably a gripping drama based on real things. And we saw like, everyone could go back and watch a video of the person who played this character before. Or looked up the like, do you know what I mean? And yeah. it was, and I think this actually, what watching this one made me appreciate Oppenheimer a lot more. What Christopher Nolan did in a three hour film is a feat. Mm-hmm. You knew the start to finish of the life of Oppenheimer and all the little intricacies he had and all his decisions and all the things that led to him. You know what I mean? Like, you just knew him. And I just, I just, I, was, I literally came out of ex- ex- like respecting it so much because I think it's very, I think people tend to think, and I know historical films are, are Oscar baity films because they are, but it's very hard to do a historical film and do it well. I think Malcolm X is another perfect one at that with Denzel Washington in it. Um, I think the, uh, I just lost the top of my head. The film just left, I th- oh, the film just left my head. Like the like? Iron Lady, mm-hmm. um, the, the King's Speech was perfect. Yeah, I was about to say the King's Colin Speech. Colin Firth. Like, there's, there's ways of doing historical... Like, the King's Speech is a perfect example of focusing on one part of someone's life and we're watching all the little things that have happened in the country as he's doing it. We witnessed World War Two, Yeah. In the King's Speech. Do you know what I mean? <clears throat> like, mm-hmm. so... That's what I'm comparing him to. And it's not on par. At all. Even if we go things like Saving Private Ryan, it's not the most accurate film ever, but it, it feels realistic. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It feels. It's so many films. Christopher Nolan's Dunkirk. It's not the same. Maybe he wanted and, to like, be Dunk- like, let me try to be different and we put everything all well, in that together. That different thing. And he's, I just don't want Ridley Scott to touch historical films again. <laughs> Unless it's. Unless it's in the tune of a gladiator. If he's doing that sort of thing, then fair enough. You can do what you want, man. But unless you're doing that, I don't need to touch any historical... Like, leave it alone. Just go... Just don't do it. Maybe we just wanted to, like, switch things up, you know? I, <sighs> I, I, I need him to stop I don't know if, switching things up. So I don't know if failed is the word because I, you can kind of see what he was doing with it, but you kind of can't at the same time. Yeah, you could see where he was going with things. It was evident. <laughs> um, it was he was trying. <laughs> you know. Um you can't be a trier. You know what I mean? Um you know, I'm really trying to help him out here. Like he tried. He did his best. I think maybe that's probably why yeah, he had to like it. throw humor in there to like try to distract us. Because I would have probably done I mean, the Napoleon same. Was, he, Napoleon was funny. <laughs> like, I just don't know. I just, I've, do you know what the sad thing is? I've always really watched and been intrigued. Napoleon's one of the most fascinating um, historical figures of our time. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, I, I was always going to be intrigued of watching a Napoleon movie because he's just so weird. 
I guess he probably you know I mean? he could have decided a lot better, like which angle he wanted to go with the film. I wonder when they gave him like the time to do this. Maybe they gave it to him in like the last minute, and like you know what, you just have to do with what you got. I don't yeah, even know if this is around the time of obviously like the writer's strike. Interesting. And stuff, like but... I don't know. Like someone was even saying, I think I think Napoleon's going to be a film that's going to be like hot and cold with people. Some people are going to really, really love it. Mm-hmm. Some people are going to really hate it. I don't think that. I think that's where it will fall. Yeah, I think I agree. Like, as you said, like, because you've obviously like, done a lot of history and you love your history, then you're obviously going to see it in like a different way. But maybe if somebody's just like, oh, you know what? Let me try and learn some history. Even though you missed out a lot in this film. <laughs> Those people probably like enjoyed it for that. Yeah, I know. It's like, the thing is, it's like, like, technically, okay, let me give him a credit. Technically, it was beautiful to look at. From a technical standpoint, mm-hmm. stunning. <laughs> stunning. Yeah. I'll give him that. I'll give him that. Bridget Scott can give you a scene. Like, it, it all looked beautiful. I'm not going to lie. From a technical standpoint, it looked amazing. It was fantastic. Vanessa Kirby, um, Joaquin Joaquin Phoenix, superb. But like this film needed a new script, new editor, same director. Mm-hmm. Change the script, man. I just, I just think I'm really tired, and I think it's been of Hollywood having these historical films, and they're just checklist of events. It's not a story. But like then also, X, um, what's the film Daniel Clear was in again? Um when he played Fred Hampton, that was really good. I was going like, to say I, Get I, Out, I just, but not that. <laughs> that was also a good film. No, I miss films being, like, it's a story. And it's I meant just, to move you. I just miss, I would just miss, like, when people just stick to, maybe make, like, making up new characters. Because, like, now it's just like, oh, you know what, we have to stick to, like, all these historical stuff. Because you know the story, you just have to put it on display. But we need that creativity back. I think, yeah, but the thing is, outside the box. I mean, in, no, I, I know what you mean. I, I get what you mean. But at the same time, like, Napoleon came out, like, we had Five Nights at Freddy's. We have all these really creative films come out. Mm-hmm. I think there's nothing wrong with historical I I'm not, I would never be bored of one because I feel like there's always new ways. There's always a new generation of people who need to learn about these people. Yeah, that's true. Um, so I, I, I do, but I, I want it to be done well. Yeah. This is my thing. I want it to be done well. I do it well. Well, I'm fine. Candle. But then... But I don't do it. It just kind of like reminds me of when um, we were talking about the Marvels and we were like, it wasn't... Like, it could have been written, but do you feel like... When did the writer's strike actually, like, start? Or are people just like... I know, this film, this, this film had already been filmed and yeah, yeah, this film has been shot and stuff already. The um, I I feel like this. I think the the problem with this film and many other big boss big big boss big big blockbuster films is the fact that this is why we need to have good writers, yeah, and pay our writers because writing is not easy. It's not. 
you've got Joaquin Phoenix and Vanessa Curry, two of the most talented actors in Hollywood, who did a very good job <laughs> with what they were given, but not they can't make shit sparkle. Yeah, dog poo, dog poo. You know what I mean? They try, they try, try their best. I, I, I give Joaquin and Vanessa something. They try their best. Maybe I feel like that's what they it tried. is. They're probably not like paying for those top writers anymore. That's what it just feels like in those last. I mean, obviously there have been a lot of great films this year still, but then there's also been some big films that could have had better writing. Yeah, true. Unfortunately, it's this we've is been one very, of the... very. We've been very spoiled with very good films. <laughs> been very spoiled. Like we had Barbie, Oppenheimer. Five Nights at Freddy's, the Hunger Games movie. Um, I'm now losing thoughts of films that have come out this year now, and they were just at the forefront yeah, of my Fast mind. And yeah, Mission Impossible. Um, I just lost the films. What? But so there's been a lot of films film? actually. Yeah, you're right. This actually make me think. Huh? Why have I forgotten films? Cocaine Bear. <laughs> Cocaine Bear. I, I actually can't remember all the films that come out this year. We've watched so many now, haven't we? Yeah. I've got the ones I've watched into my head. I just come out this year. There's like a lot more. Into the Spider-Verse? No, Across the Spider-Verse? Okay, yes. Yeah, like we've had so many good films that come out this year. So, like, I, yeah, I, I think... Yeah, I feel like Indiana, just, that was another one where um, we just could have left that one as well. Oh, but, uh, do you know what? This episode is going <laughs> down like the Indiana Jones episode. That was... Uh, we were complaining. <laughs> Guys, I'm so sorry we're complaining so much, but, like, I'm sorry. Like, uh, there's nothing I hate more than a bad movie. <sighs> do you think they're going to get much of the Oscars this year? No. No. <laughs> I came back. Let me let me let's preface right. Two weeks ago, we watched Killers of the Flower Moon, didn't we? (laughs) Yes. Watched Killers of the Flower Mm -hmm. Moon. Was it good? Yeah. Yep. You saw Leonardo DiCaprio. You saw Lily Gladstone. You saw Robert De Niro. Yeah. Yeah. Two weeks later, we watched this. (laughs) You think this film is even in the same stratosphere (laughs) as Killers of the Flower Moon? I've not brought in Oppenheimer. I've not, I've not even brought in Oppenheimer yet. Martin Scorsese, Grandpa Marty, produced his life's best work. This is the same man that did The Raging Bull, that did Taxi Driver, that did Goodfellas. But I yeah. just feel like... Uh, that did The he, Wolf um, of Wall Street <laughs> and gave us his best work two weeks ago. And we have this film come out. Both historical films, bear in mind. But that isn't like because we're comparing the two, or is it? (laughs) Oh my gosh, I can't even breathe properly. But it's because we're comparing the two, or is it just like that bad? It was that bad. (laughs) We're comparing a top film to a film that isn't great. No, it was terrible. It was terrible. Like we, uh, I'm sorry. I was trying to find any excuse. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> I got nothing. Man, I just feel like there just wasn't a lot of like. There was some promo about it and stuff like that, but there definitely could have been a lot more. I mean, well. <laughs> no, to be fair, they did have the strike, and the strike only just ended last <clears throat> week. So mm-hmm. that's fair. That's fair to them. 
Um, but like, if your film's good, it's good. Do you know what I mean? Like, for example, Parasite didn't have a huge press junket when it first came out. It went around through word of mouth. Yeah. And that's how it got its... And it was a good film. Like, even with... um, What films have we got recently? Like, even with... um, The films have just gone out of my head. Even with Kids of the Flower Moon... Like, oh yeah, that's true. They didn't. They didn't get a promo or anything because they were all in the writers, in all in the actors' sag strike. Mm-hmm. But a good film's a good film, and people watch it. Like, not ever, like sometimes like, and plus it's Ridley Scott. Yeah, so you just automatically assume it's going to be. You just film. automatically like I I knew this was either going to be a hit or a miss. <laughs> it was not going to be in between. <laughs> he's he's not one of those. Just like you know what I mean. <sighs> I can it's see if it's good or it's not good. I mean, he tried. He tried. What are you? Didn't try hard enough. Your, your final rating. Zero. <laughs> no, lie, 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 lie. He's going to give it more than that. Lie, I'll give it a one for working with <laughs> no, Vanessa one. Kirby. That was terrible. <laughs> no, no, no. I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. I'm being, I'm being <laughs> mean. I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. Who's fair? I mean, I was gonna give it a four. Like, no, maybe four is a bit. Four? Because I'm trying to think. <laughs> How five? No, not a five. Please, <laughs> let, let, let me be serious. Because yeah, she they got. I guess they, they got the. They got like you know some comedy in there, and you know the romance was there a bit. You know they missed out a couple of wars. They missed out. The hair, they missed out. What else did they miss out? They missed out. Many things, but for what they had, I'll give them a four for that. Four. Oh, very nice. <laughs> Maybe I'm just you in a good mood so today. so nice. You are very kind. You are a very kind person. No, I'll give it no, that for, for the time that I, you know, went and watched it. Do you mean me? I'll be watching nice, it again, probably not. Well, I know who to go. But you <laughs> me four. How can you say a two? This is a two. Yeah, but then you know the effort and um. Nah, bad effort, effort. <laughs> I could, I could, I could be, an, I could do an effort. I could make such a great effort to direct a film. This means it could be good. <laughs> it's gonna be good. It's still gonna be terrible. A spade, a spade. Uh, oh. But, guys, we'll try again next time. <laughs> thank you so much for listening to us on the pod. Um, It's been, I apologise for, you know, for everyone, for us hating. Um, to be honest, And it's so funny because Ridley Scott has got my favourite film in the, under his belt, which is Gladiator, but, you know. Um, but we'll see you again. Yes. On you know on on this on this is cinema, uh, with me Priscilla, and me Jess, and we'll have a bit. I promise you, we're gonna be in a better mood. I just I think this film really ruined my soured my mood. <laughs> <laughs> Good. All right. See you guys later. Bye. Bye. Bye.